Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back everybody. It's 106 Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you with Oilers Now. We will tell you we're going to break away from the show as soon as Premier Jason Kenney's press conference starts, I believe this one is about the Wood Buffalo flooding situation. So we're going to take you to that here on 630 Chad. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Of course, you can text us. Keep the text coming. And our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. We're going to head right off to our River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Time permitting, we're going to squeeze as much as David Staples from the Cult of Hockey as we can in. Hello, David. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. I, I find it comical that a guy who uh, has been writing on COVID ever since day one for the Edmonton Journal gets told to stick to sports. Uh, with <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're uh, when you're retweeting a relatively moderate perspective from Bill Barr, that that, that had me chuckling. Uh, what a time we're living in, eh? Yeah, you know, Bob, I've been the, – the funny thing is I've been a news reporter for 35 years, a, a columnist for since 1990, writing about the biggest issues in Alberta that entire time. And, and the cult of hockey is kind of my hobby on a certain level. It's my passion, right, as a yep. hockey fan. And, and it turned into a little bit of, a, you know, a fairly major part of my work because it's so popular. But really, fundamentally, I'm a news reporter and, and, a, and a columnist and, and always have been. Uh, Saskatchewan last week, Manitoba earlier this week. Jason Kenney tweeting out uh, today, uh, you know, at what point do you think, and I don't think it's coming today at 1 o'clock when we head off to this presser, whenever it gets started. I believe this one's about the flood and the challenges that those poor folks up in Fort McMurray are going through and our hearts go out to them. Um, but at what point do you think the province starts to, you know, uh, perhaps loosen the restraints a little? We're seeing different approaches across North America. Quebec is moving faster than the rest of Canada, it looks like. And, um, you know, they're trying to come, come up with kind of a federal response where all the provinces are on the same page. But every province is in a different place. And, in fact, as we know in Alberta, different regions are in a different place. Uh, Calgary in the south zone, zone doesn't have this under control, but in Edmonton, the curve is flat. Um, we've achieved the goal of not having... Um, uh, rising new cases in the Edmonton area. So I think that Kenny is, well, we will, I think we'll probably have a provincial response. Although um, when he, when uh, Chief Medical Officer Gina Hinshaw first brought in restrictions, I recall her saying at that time that they might actually differentiate in terms of shutting down schools at that time between different school zones. It might have a different approach. So who knows, we might see a slightly different approach in Edmonton and in Calgary, but I suspect Kenny's going to model and Hinshaw will model what happened um, probably on Saskatchewan, which is a pretty slow and prudent opening with safe spaces opening up first, see how that goes, 
and this is going to start. I'm guessing we'll start to see things opening up in uh, Saskatchewan. It's it's going to be mid-May, and I bet you, but that's what we'll do in Alberta. Regardless of political affiliation, uh, is it fair to say one thing Alberta should be credited for is the amount of tests they've done? Oh yeah, the Alberta response in many ways has been um, the best in the world. I mean, we are, very few people in the Western world had the medical supplies on hand, but we had this guy, J.P. Prasad, who was buying stuff up in, in late December preparing for this and bought all these med- medical supplies. Now, the quality of all of it isn't great because there's, you know, they've had to go to all these other suppliers. Our testing, Bob, is, if, I think the last time I checked, if you were to put Alberta compared to other countries in the world, we're in the top 10 in the world. And it's just, a, uh, yep. generally speaking, smaller jurisdictions that are ahead of us, like the Starrell Islands, I think. And, sure. And there's some small places. David, like we got to run. David, we're going to go to uh, uh, Jason Nixon, I believe, uh, MLA first, and head off. David, we'll hook up with you a little bit later on. Off to the uh, the press conference up in Wood Buffalo. Thanks, Bob. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 147 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Tomorrow, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus, Sportsnet's Brian Burke. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, NHL uh, insider John Shannon, and Sherwood Park Crusaders defenseman Michael Benning, who was named the top defenseman in junior A hockey. Quickly into this day in Oilers history, back in the 630 Chet Studios, here's Brandon Escott. Well, on this day in 1997, Bob Todd Marchant picked up a regulation assist and scored the game winner just over seven minutes into overtime as the Oilers beat Ken Hitchcock's Dallas Stars 4-3 in Game 7 of the Western Conference quarterfinals. Cujo save off Joe Newendike, man, that was awesome. And uh, it was even better the next year against Colorado. All right, we cut David Staples off uh, as the presser got started with the premier from the cult of hockey. He's also uh, one of the lead writers for the Edmonton Journal on all things COVID-19. So, David, we got some of your thoughts on COVID-19. Let's switch focus. We just had Gaetan Haas on the show. He gets a one-year extension with the Oilers. Your thoughts? I think, uh, by and large, a good signing, Bob. He was, um, you know, he's a veteran player who fit on the team. He brings speed to the team. The Oilers were slow in the past. They've needed speed. They're still going to need speed going forward, and Haas is a speedy player. He's a fourth-line center, probably, and uh, right shot so they can send him out there for face-offs. Um, you know, his face-offs weren't great. He um, sometimes struggled in 50-50 battles, I thought, last year. Yeah. But he was really strong. I thought his defensive positioning, like when you were looking for a player to cover someone in the slot, Haas was there. Like, he was on his man. He understood the defensive aspect of the game in the NHL, even though sometimes, like on the forecheck, in the offensive zone, he might get knocked down or knocked off the puck. He also had a real, I don't know if you noticed this, but I thought, like, his, his tipping of the puck, um, he, he was. He has a real strong skill at that, and he's going to be looking for that. And the Oilers are, are getting all kinds of defensemen who are better able to put the puck on net. Uh, Ethan Bear topping that list, so he might be able to just from that alone get three, four, five goals a year. I think he probably got about three this year from that. So I bet you three of his goals were that way. And uh, so he, I could see him scoring, you know, maybe ten goals a year and being a solid energy player. And here's the final thing. 
if you've got McDavid and Drysaddle on their own lines, how much ice time is left over? So Haas played less than ten minutes a year. They need a veteran player who can who can contribute, who's also willing to accept his role on the team and yep. be a positive team player, getting so so little ice time. And I think they figure that's skate on Haas. All right. I have a player that I think is similar to Haas, except Haas is a better skater. Okay. I got yeah. think a, a right shot center that came back from Europe that had to think his way around the ice. Uh, the only difference is this guy played a full his first pro year in North America was in the AHL, and then he kind of established himself really in the third year in North America, and that is Derek Ryan. If you look at Derek Ryan's sort of career evolution, um, the, the difference for me and now Ryan was really good on faceoffs. And that's something that Haas is going to have to improve. I mean, he can really help himself out here moving forward, David, if he can go from 42 to uh, 48 to 50 percent next year and then become a 55 uh, to, to 60 percent. And it's not out of the realm of – because I think learn, not playing in North America, I think really hurt him in the circle uh, because he didn't know how to cheat. And you got to cheat to win draws in this league. But I look at Derek Ryan's career evolution – and I look at Gaetan Haas and the rough age of when they started to establish themselves in sort of the North American game, and I think there could be some similar. And the only difference is Haas is way quicker. So you think that's a, a fair one, or do you think I'm reaching a bit? Well, uh, it's a really interesting one, Bob, because the, the players I was looking at for comparables were actually just European guys who came over when past the age of 25 or so. Yeah. And I didn't, so Ryan wasn't on my list. Um, but he did, as you say, he played a long time in Europe before coming over here. I was looking, so there are some players like uh, Leo Komarov, Pierre Edouard Belmar, Michael Raffle, Thomas Nosek, who came over when they weren't, you know, weren't, you know, in that really young group, 18 to 22, and had not a great first year, but then became useful NHL players. So I would say, um, it's really fair not to, to just say, oh, cost, this is all we're ever going to get from him. Um, yeah, because the, the European game and the North American game are, are, are not the same. And you point out the face-off issue. He could well get a lot better when, when he learns to cheat and learns all the tricks here. So if he turns into Derek Ryan, Bob, that would be, that would be fantastic because Derek Ryan has become a very, very uh, good role player in the NHL. Derek Ryan's first year back pro in North America was a 29-year-old. The year he established himself in the NHL with uh, Carolina. He was 30 yeah. that year. Then 31, he had his, the 38-point season. 32, so first of a three-year deal last year in Calgary, 13 goals, 38 points. Uh, sorry, well, I'm saying last year because I'm not writing off this season yet. But he had 38 points and was plus 21 with the Flames last year. He's got 29 points in 68 games and plus nine this year. Kills, kills some penalties on the second unit power play, second unit PK, third unit PK type thing for the forwards. And I'm wondering if Haas can become a player like that. I mean, in a perfect world, that's what happens. And the one thing Haas has is team speed. I mean, they've added some speed with Nygaard, Haas, and Archibald. And, they, I mean, they got the three guys signed, David, for under $3.5 million. moving forward here. Kind of makes sense what Ken Holland's done, doesn't it? Well, remember the year before, like the year before this one, Bob, they would get behind in a game. And because the third and fourth lines were so slow, if you wanted to forecheck the other team, you couldn't really do it. You couldn't put pressure on them for extended periods of time because you didn't have the legs to get in there on the forecheck. 
and just through sheer energy and speed and effort uh, kind of will your way to another goal, like a greasy goal. But this year that all changed with Archibald um, and with Haas and with uh, Nigard and with other players that came in. The, the orders were suddenly a lot faster on the forecheck. So those weren't big guys, but they were able to ramp it up and get out there and create a little offensive zone pressure. So, yeah, Ken Holland, um, you know, he, he was able to find three or four uh, solid NHL forwards where in other years, the previous GMs weren't able to find any, maybe one, if they were lucky. So Holland um, did way better than previous GMs. I mean, other than Shirelli in 2016-17, you know, when he brought in Maroon and Cassian and a few other players that were very effective, all the GMs during the decade of darkness were really ineffective at finding these kind of players, but Holland did it this year. All right, uh, David, uh, again, where can people follow your stuff? Um, for politics uh, at David Staples Yeg and for the Oilers stuff at D Staples on Twitter. Pretty interesting uh, dialogue between Doctor Cates uh, or Katz and Bill Maher the other night. Yeah, I would recommend that to anyone who wants to. Uh, Doctor Katz uh, is a doctor. I think he's an epidemiologist uh, affiliated with Yale in New York. They should go listen to that. You can just quickly Google it. It's a very interesting discussion. All right. Terrific stuff, David. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Uh, do you want to mention the best pizza in the city? Still making a great multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Edmonton owned and operated Royal Pizza. For a list and a menu, 13 Edmonton area locations. Go online, royalpizza.ca, or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean Chicken. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Louie and John Shannon and Michael Benning and Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. More ongoing COVID-19 pandemic coverage. Jalen and I with 6.30 Chet Afternoons. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.